It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. PSL Radio Show. Hey, 6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello, how are you? Good evening. Welcome to the show. Can you believe it is the 13th of March already? It feels like just yesterday that I, I was saying Happy New Year and signing 2017 instead of 2016 on all official documents and various things. It's crazy how time flies, but oh, talking of flying... Man, the Blitzbocker, they are six successive World 7 Series titles, uh, 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 finals rather. Uh, although they lost out to England, just take nothing away from how impressive that Blitzbocker uh, team has been so far in this, uh, in this series. Six events down of ten, they lead by 23 points over, uh, over England, who beat them in the final in Vancouver over the weekend. But wow, I, I watched the semi-finals last night. Couldn't quite stay up for the, uh, the, the finals in the early hours of the morning. I needed to be up fairly early this morning, but I'll tell you what, when it comes to the, uh, the semi-finals, I watched them with a great deal of interest because South Africa snuck past the United States. But England were imperious as they worked their way past Fiji. 40 points to nil against the side that less than six more, which is about six odd months ago. No, it's actually more than that. Again, it's a time thing. <laughs> We're in March. Won the gold medal at the Olympic Games. That is frightening. England were playing some impressive rugby. Dan Norton is, uh, is, is superb. But I'll tell you what, Roscoe Speckman and that Blitzbox side, Roscoe Speckman, success of tournaments now. He's in the uh, team of the tournament and he's been doing particularly well. But South Africa, a host of injuries, is finally caught up with him, it seems. But they've still only lost to one team the entire tournament. That is England. Unfortunately, it's happened three times, twice in finals, but they've still got four of uh, the six, uh, sevens titles so far this season and still leading by a long way. Uh, lots of other things to talk about. Indeed, if you were set to cycle the, uh, the, <laughs> the cycle tour, I, I'm sorry, but I think overall... I think it was a great decision by the uh, the organisers to make this decision to call off the race. It was a very tough decision, and it is disappointing to many, no doubt. And indeed, several uh, people would be talking about the costs incurred, but I think it was a big decision. It had to be made, and I think it was the correct call for the safety of uh, of all concerned. That's it. We're going to be focusing on football tonight. This is the PSL Radio Show. Segunjala, I'm Dwayne DeLocker. We're going to be talking uh, to... Golden Arrows coach Clinton Larson, successive victories over Maritzburg United, both in the APSA Premiership, then in the Nedbank Cup this past weekend. We'll catch up with the coach of um, Golden Arrows, and indeed we'll be talking to Mamelodi Sundowns goalkeeper Wayne Sanderlands, the uh, African champions, beginning in the defence of their African Champions League crown over the weekend as well. But they also play tomorrow in a league tie. They're already through to the second round of the Nedbank Cup, or the round of 16. As, uh, as it is. But let's get straight into your sports news then before we start with the uh, coach and player. A disappointing note, South Africa's Sports Confederation and Olympic Committee, SASCOC, uh, President uh, Gideon Sam, confirming that Durban has lost the right to host the 2022 Commonwealth Games. The uh, Games Federation Vice President admitted this was a disappointment, but added that without the necessary government guarantees, the event couldn't be staged. Sam has uh, called this day a very sad day for the whole continent. The city missed deadlines that didn't meet the criteria set by the Commonwealth Games Federation, and while the city did not withdraw, the hosting rights have been taken away. Durban was uh, awarded the Games in 2015 and would have been the first African host of the event. Liverpool, though, has expressed an interest in staging the 2022 edition.
Football News, Supersport United coach Stuart Baxter is adamant they will try to defend their Nedbank Cup title despite their taxing schedule in the league and the CAF Confederation Cup. Matatansa were in continental club action over the weekend as they went down 3-2 to two away to Sudanese side Alahle Shandi last night. Their next test is a, uh, another away trip to National First Division side Royal Eagles in the Nedbank Cup last 32 on Wednesday evening. Meanwhile, Mpomaleka, Hartman Taromba and Brian Sinukwane have won an unfair dismissal case against Free State Stars at the Labour Court after a lengthy battle. The trio's contracts were terminated by Stars in 2009, but the club has lodged an appeal. Further afield, Manchester United heading to their FA Cup quarter-final at Chelsea tonight without Captain Wayne Rooney, leaving the club, though, without a recognised striker. Rooney collided with Phil Jones in trading and misses out with a leg injury, while Zlatan Ibrahimovic begins a three-game ban for Elbering Bournemouth's, uh, Elbering, uh, Bournemouth's Tyron Mings. Forwards Anthony Martial and Marcus Rashford are also missing through illness. Chelsea coach uh, Antonio Conte, though, is a fully fit squad at his disposal and will be looking to extend their run of 12 consecutive home wins in all competitions. Back home, First National Bank has signed a five-year deal, a new five-year deal with Stadium Management South Africa to continue the naming rights of the iconic 2010 FIFA World Cup Stadium. The stadium was used for the opening and closing ceremonies of uh, Africa's first ever FIFA World Cup seven years ago. will continue to be called F&B Stadium until 2022. The uh, FNB Stadium will next host an Absa Premiership clash between anchor tenants, Kaiser Chiefs and Mamalodi Sundowns on Saturday the 1st of April. Rugby news for you. Lions coach Johan Ackermann has reportedly been linked with a move to English club Gloucester. Now, according to Gloucestershire Live website, the rugby paper and English rugby publication is reporting that the Premiership Club have approached Ackermann about replacing Australian Laurie Fisher. The report states that Ackermann is considering the offer, but he could favour a direction, uh, director of rugby position. Meanwhile, the Springboks have dropped to seventh in the official world rugby rankings, their lowest position since the rankings were introduced in October 2003. This was confirmed by the World Rugby earlier today after the latest round of Six Nations matches were completed over the weekend. Wales' 22-9 whenever Ireland and Cardiff has taken them above South Africa to sixth in the rankings. Today's Varsity Cup fixtures in a very, very windy Cape Town. UCT have just been downed by UJ by 40 points to 12 to start. Having just kicked off, CUT host NWU Pucka and Tux visit Shimlers while tonight 7pm kickoff sees wits entertain the NMMU Madibas. Cricket news, only one match today, the ICC World Cricket League Championship, but a big result for Nepal as they beat Kenya by seven wickets. Kenya were all out for 155 before Nepal reached 160 for three with 118 balls remaining. Just finally, the uh, Court of Arbitration for Sport has uh, issued a life ban against Dr. Sergei Portogalov alleged mastermind of state-sponsored doping in Russian track and field. The Lausanne-based court said in a statement that it had slapped Portugalov with a lifetime period of ineligibility beginning on March 10, 2017 for having supplied athletes with banned substances. Uh, CAS said that uh, Portugalov had served as the head of the Russian Athletics Federation's Medical Commission and had been found to have violated several articles of the IAAF anti-doping regulations including the possession, trafficking and administration of prohibited substances. Russian authorities recognize the existence of doping in sport, but vehemently deny any state complicity in athletes' use of performance-enhancing drugs. And that's your sports news. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League.
SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk about uh, one of the big games of the weekend. There's only two all-PSL clashes in the first round of the Nedbank Cup, or the round of 32 of the Nedbank Cup, and uh, one of those was uh, occasioned in Derby. With Maritzburg United and Golden Arrows going head-to-head, it was Golden Arrows who, for the second time in a week, came out on top. I'm delighted to say we've got Clinton Larson, the Golden Arrows coach, uh, on the line. Clinton, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, Dwayne. Good evening to all the listeners. Uh, Facing a team twice in a week, it's uh, it's always going to be a, an interesting challenge, I suppose. But facing a side twice a week over a league and then a cup tie, what sort of challenges does that present, firstly? Yeah, I think it's it's always interesting um, playing in, in a game in, in such uh, you know close proximity. But uh, it does come with its challenges. Uh, you know, I think both sets of technical teams were deciding do we change things from the first game, which was also a very closely fought encounter. Um, and uh, I think both teams did. Um, we 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 came out with a, a few changes in our team. So did Maritzburg United. Um, we also changed our slits, tweaked our system slightly. Um, I thought they tr- played differently as well. So, yeah, those are some of the challenges to to try not to be predictable going into the second game uh, so close after playing the first. Uh, but yeah, I'm just happy that um, you know the cup. It's all about going through. Yeah, but you must also be very pleased about how clinical you were finishing-wise, uh, Clinton. I mean, you overall, you didn't dominate shots at goal. You didn't dominate shots on target. But you had an excellent uh, conversion record, especially in the first half. And to go 3 nil up into a break must have been a very pleasing thing as uh, as coach. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's that often that you find teams 3 nil up at half-time. So uh, it was important how we managed the second half. And... Uh, yeah, I think the players took the goals very, very well. I thought Lamola, uh, Sbeko's header, we've been working tirelessly on our set plays um, with our deliveries. And uh, we scored from a set play in the league game a week ago. And yesterday, again, uh, with a good delivery from Sbeko, uh, from from Sibia again. So, uh, you know, that, 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 that uh, extra hours put into our, our set play deliveries uh, is finally starting to pay dividends. So... Very happy that uh, we're also scoring goals and um, and also solid defensively. As much as yeah. uh, uh, we conceded a, a goal, it was a bit of soft goal, but uh, I thought that whatever they threw at us in the second half, and we knew at some point in the game that they were going to come at us, and uh, I thought we held out solidly in defence and uh, very happy with um, with the entire performance. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because uh, yeah, there have been a couple of games in recent times where you've conceded more than one goal in a game, and uh, obviously you, you started the new year with the, the five against Supersport United, so it, it, mm-hmm. it's obviously a very important aspect of the, of the game overall defensively, but you must have been very pleased overall. But I know you're a, you're a, you're a bit of a perfectionist as well, uh, Clinton, you as, as happy as you were with the result, you were no doubt uh, uh, mulling over the goal that you conceded and, and where things could still improve. Oh, definitely. And uh, it's exactly what I, I said to the team at halftime. There were so many areas where we could improve. And even after the game, um, I still feel that um, we, we've got so much pace going forward on, on, on the breaks that uh, we really, really put a lot of teams to the sword. But, uh, you know, once again... Um, we let ourselves down with the final pass, and uh, it's an area we're constantly working on, trying to get the guys to be more composed and to pick up the best options um, in those situations. 
So yeah, um, and with with the young team, you you are going to get those um, those instances where they, they do make the wrong decisions. Uh, and I'm hoping that this this department improves. I think once we improve in this area, we we're going to score a lot more goals. Um, and the other hand as well is uh, something we've been working very hard on was was our pressing, and uh, I thought we done that exceptionally well uh, throughout the game. We really never let them settle on the ball uh, and get into a, a, a rhythm. Um, and our attacking players in particular really put their defenders under lots of pressure, forcing them into mistakes, forcing them into play long balls. And uh, it, it really, really protected our, um, our, our defense in the process. So, yeah, as much as there's lots of areas we can still improve, I think we are starting to see a, a steady improvement in most areas. Yeah, I, I think playing two number 10s as well really helped in, in, in that respect and certainly put some pressure on uh, on their defence. I, I want to talk about going forward though, uh, Clinton, because the Montpellier Golden Arrows have got uh, have got into a decent run at the moment. Uh, obviously, there was the Platinum Stars hiccup, but by the same token, mm-hmm. still looking uh, still looking good overall. Uh, the concern is, of course, now that you don't play what until April Fool, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, because of the uh, because of the international break coming up, uh, a few catch up fixtures played in between. That's got to be a bit of a concern for you in terms of momentum. I think maybe in terms of momentum, but uh, it's a welcome break for us doing in that um, we've got five players out injured and uh, okay, yes. um, they'll all be back for the first of first of April. Mm. So it's a huge, huge uh, uh, bonus for us to, to have Mzava back um, and have Dikhachwe back, Trele back and Tanga back. You know, so we'll have all these players back uh, from injury, and um, I think we'll be close to full strength uh, uh, when we play Highlands on the first of April. So I think this this break for us has come at the right time. That's what I wanted to ask you about as well, because you were early pace setters. We spoke about uh, depth near the uh, near the beginning of the season when we spoke about things, and obviously mm. it's proving uh, critical. You're still very comfortably in the top eight, though. Uh, but from here, uh, how, how do you go about? You know, um, making sure that you cement your place inside the top eight and finish as high up as possible for the remainder of the season. Yeah, I think key for us, Dwayne, is to make sure that when we play against the teams around us and below us, that we win those games. That's that's critical. You know, and Highlands Park is one of those games. Yeah. We'll play Barocca, you know, uh, Free State Stars. Um, um, we, these are the type of games that we've, we've got to try and get maximum points. Uh, we're hoping that, um, you know, we can try and win uh, at least four more games in our remaining games, and, and that should really, really uh, keep us in a, in a healthy position coming into the season. You're in a very healthy situation, although uh, I think after Highlands Park, if I'm not mistaken, you've got Bidvest Vitz, which is going to be a real mm-hmm. test uh, as well. But you like a challenge. I know you're never afraid of that. But, uh, uh, Clinton, I think uh, well done on back-to-back victories over Maritzburg United, as I say, in both the league and indeed the Nedbank Cup. Uh, you're waiting for the draw patiently now on Thursday, are you, to see who you face? Would you prefer home or away fixture? Would you prefer a, a PSL team or uh, perhaps a lower tier team? Do you, do you think about these things? <laughs> Uh, I think everybody does, Dwayne. Uh, but the most important thing was to get over the first hurdle, uh, which we've done. Uh, the next thing is is to get a home draw, regardless yeah, of the opposition. I think um, in any good cup run, you need a little bit of luck in terms of the draw, and sometimes the opponent you're drawn against. And we're hoping, firstly, for a home draw, 
and uh, we'll have to wait and see how our opponent is. But I think uh, the mood in the camp right now is that we can we can take on and, and compete with any team. And um, I think that augurs well for us moving forward. Looking good, uh, especially up front, Clinton Larson. Well done again with the, the team's performance over the weekend. And best of luck as you continue uh, for the remainder of the PSL campaign and indeed in the Net Bank Cup. Thank you very much, Dwayne. PSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. SFM South Africa's news and information leader, let's talk about a side that has done nothing but impress in uh, the last 18 months or so. Uh, Wayne Sanderlands of Mamelodi Sundowns, I'm delighted to say, is on the line after Sundowns began the defence of their Champions League crown with a 2-1 win over Ugandan side KCCA on uh, Friday evening at the Lucas Masterpieces in Maripa Stadium. Wayne, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Hey, Dwayne. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. It's good to see you yeah. start with a, a win. It's always good and starting the defence of your crown with a, with a win, but are you entirely happy with the result? Um, I, like you said, I think we, we're happy that we, we got a win. I'm not so happy with the away goal, though. So uh, it still puts uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of work for us to do when we get to Uganda. So, uh, But uh, it doesn't change anything. We, we're going to go over there and try and get a, a, a positive result. So... Uh, it's, uh, it's heads down and guns blazing, and, and hopefully we come away with the result we desire. Yeah, tell Anthony Lafour that heads down, guns blazing. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> two 0 up yeah. after after seven minutes, and the final score two one. You spoke about uh, you know conceding an away goal is obviously a little disappointing, but you only take a one goal lead uh, to Uganda as well. Uh, you've you've got to have confidence that the side is capable of beating anybody home or away, and you've proved it already throughout winning the Champions yeah. League in particular. But uh, surely you wanted it a little more comfortable, and you wanted to be a little more clinical on the day. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You you're fully correct. I think. Look, we we have that belief that we can go there and get a result. But like you say, you know, football is football. So you you don't actually want to leave too much to be done when you go away from home. You needed to do the job at home. So uh, yeah, I think on a perfect night we would have liked to at least have a three or four goal cushion. But uh, obviously that's not the case. So um, you know you got to just put your head down, like I said, and. Uh, you know, like you uh, alluded to, we've been away from home and, and gotten good results. So we're really uh, hoping and striving to, to do the same come Saturday. So, um, yeah, we focused about that. But obviously we've got a game tomorrow night, so we've got to be focused on that and take each game as it comes. But uh, definitely looking to, to get a positive result on Saturday. Well, I do want to ask you. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, one of the one of your main competitors for a place in the starting lineup at Mamelodi Sundowns is uh, is Dennis Onyango. He's a Ugandan mm. international. I know he was excited at the prospect of playing a Ugandan team. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's obviously not too delighted to be uh, to be out at the moment. Um, but yeah. I mean, you you guys are mates as well as uh, as as, uh, as well as teammates. Uh, but but yeah. for him, is, is there some sentiment involved in uh, in playing a Ugandan side, or is it just simply a case of? any team will do as long as it prepares you for the group stages of the Champions League? Yeah, look, I think I think it would have been nice for Dennis. You know, obviously, uh, like you've alluded to, he's from Uganda, and I mean, he's one of the heroes. A legend of, of, there, yeah. Uh, a legend, absolutely. So I think it would have been nice for him to be able to play, and I know he would have looked forward to, to playing against uh, a team from his homeland. But uh, given as it may, he's a professional, so I think he's... Uh, He's just wanting the team to progress and, you know, he's wanting us to, to do well. Um, but yeah, like, look, I think, uh, it's also valuable having him on our side. You know, he can just give us a little bit of, 
uh, inside when you have a conversation with him of sort of what we can expect. Uh, I think for most of us, it will be our first time in Uganda. So, mm. but um, yeah, look, I think it's it's just about the club that he is employed with, and uh, so yeah, it's a, it's about the club just progressing, and uh, and hopefully we can do that for him. After the game, I can recommend Al's Bar. It's a, it's a delightful little. Al's Bar. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. That, that said, that said, I'd. I, I really want to ask you this because I think this has been a thoroughly impressive campaign and the last few months for Sundowns has been has been ridiculous in terms of uh, scheduling fixtures. But what has it been like this season for you, focusing on you've got MTN8, you've got Telkom Knockout, mm. you've got Nedbank Cup mm. now, you've got FIFA Club World Cup, unprecedented by a South African side. Yeah. You've then got Champions League, the, the business end, which you went on to win. Now you've already started the uh, defense of your Champions League crown. FIFA mm. Club World Cup, uh, the, the CAF Super Cup uh, against the mm. side like TP Mazembe, all while trying to defend your ABSA Premiership crown. Yeah. Just to play in one competition is tough enough, but to have all those different aspects of focus. Are you able to focus the entire time? Can you mentally just break it down to taking it one game at a time? How do you approach it as players? Give me some insights. Yeah, look, it's tough, Trader. Look, I, I think I have to be honest, it is really, really tough. And uh, I think the secret to it, I guess, is to have a, a quality squad. So, you, you know, you can always freshen up the team when you need to. Um, because I would be lying to say that uh, for every single game that you that comes about, you can be mentally and physically ready. Because uh, you know it's one thing to be physically ready, but it's the mental side too. I mean, every game, especially for a club like Sundowns, and with the fact that we've won so many things, the expectation on the team is always a win. You know, it's it's uh, and, and that's you, you know as a player you like that. You you want to be in a team that's competitive every game that got that desire to win and the capabilities to win. So, look, we're not complaining about it, but it is tough. It's, so I think I think the secret to that is just being able to have a good squad of players that you're able to call on anybody at any time that's uh, able to do the job. And, uh, you know, I think over this time, it's been a period of three or four years now that we've been winning things. So I think there's also a culture bred within us that, you know, we're winners and we want to win everything. So, you know, it's, it also gives you a taste of, of, you know, if you want to be at a successful club, I mean, these are some of the things you have to deal with. This is what Barcelona deals with, Real Madrid deals with. These are, you know, what Bayern Munich deal with, games every three days, um, you know, winning trophies, playing in every tournament. So it's it's part of, it's what you want sort of as a footballer. But I won't lie to you, it is hard. It's hard on not only us, but it's hard on our families because we're hardly at home every, you know, every couple of days we in camp. So, look, it's tough. Um, but as I said before, I think there's, Millions of footballers that would uh, love to be in our position, so I think it's one that we need to enjoy and uh, and uh, be appreciative of, and just like you said, take it game by game, as hard as it may be. That has to be the mentality. Because look at the game we have on Saturday; it's a huge game for us. But uh, Polokwane City tomorrow is just as important. Uh, we need to we sort of need to get our focus back on the league and start picking up points. So. Yeah, I was I was looking yeah. I was looking at the schedule, and if if you guys make it through to the group stages of the Champions League, you you will have played in uh, something like sixty three or sixty five games over the over the period of one season. Which, when you consider that Pirates players were talking about fatigue, when players like Manisa and, and the late Senzo Maiwa were playing fifty one games in a season mm. when they played uh, the Champions League final back in twenty thirteen. I mean, it, it's phenomenal to think uh, just how much game time you're actually getting at the moment, but. Let's go back to the Nedbank Cup briefly. Uh, lower tier opposition, potentially tricky, I suppose, always, but that must have been a, a delight to at least uh, get past Marueni United, albeit 2-0. Uh, was, was Pizzo not a little 
displeased though with the <laughs> with yeah, the look, performance. I, I think I think it's it's always tough to be at our best every single game. So you know, I think uh, and I know the coach is a perfectionist, and and, and so obviously he wasn't a hundred percent thrilled with the performance. Obviously happy with the result, but you know, like you said, with the amount of games you've played, it's, it's hard to to be at the top of your game in in all of them. So you are gonna have to win ugly. Uh, in some games, and uh, yeah. you know, as you said, uh, you know these lower op- uh, these lower tier opposition are never easy. I mean, you just look at the FA Cup and uh, the amount of upsets that happen. So we're happy to have gotten over that, and looking forward to the next game. And yeah, we just even us as players need to to realise and accept the fact that you know what, you're not always going to play the beautiful football, free flowing, uh, high goal scoring games as you would you would hope to. So. Um, you know, we just also got to be patient with ourselves even at times because the frustration can keep in. But I think it's just normal that when you play so many games that you are going to have to grind results here and there. So I'm just happy that we've been able to do that. Um, and, you know, like I say, we've just got to just keep trying to keep the momentum going as much as we can, even in the league. We've got to try and do that. Yeah, let's switch focus back to that. I know you've just got off the training ground and uh, straight in yeah. camp for uh, for the match yeah. against Bulugwane City tomorrow. Uh, but Bulugwane City, obviously, are going to be, uh, I suppose, they're, they're somewhat of an unknown quantity because they find themselves in a position where a coach has just departed uh, straight after claiming their first win in seven games. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very tricky one. It's a, I think they're, they're a very dangerous team where they are now because, what you, you know, it's hard to to try and analyze them and try and get a, a reading of sort of what's going to be coming at you tomorrow. So, look, we, we're going to do it. We, we obviously try our best and to prepare as well as we can, but I think they are definitely a, it's a bit of a strange one, like you say, with a, with a new coach or, you know, whatever is happening there. You One could say they're possibly unsettled, but we don't see it as that way. We see them as a, a very dangerous entity at this point. So it's going to be tricky like all games are. I think... Uh, there's no easy games. Uh, I know that's an old cliche, but it really is. There's no games where you can say you're going to walk on the pitch and guarantee a victory. So I think, uh, again, you know, it's just about putting the, the head down and uh, trying to just play to the best of our abilities, which we strive to do. And I feel if we do that, uh, you know, we're very hard to contend with. So I think that's where our focus should be, is just trying to uh, play to the best of our capabilities on the night. And uh, if we do that, then... Yeah, God willing, we get the the desired result. When how, how important is it to actually win games like this Bulawayo City game, which which are in hand, especially after that Cape Town City hiccup? Yeah, it's huge because uh, you know when you're sitting on the log right now, things look promising. But that's what it is. That's all it is really. Is it looks promising. So we got to start converting these games into points. We know that. Uh, and like I said to you before, you know when you had a club like ours, we we strive to get three points. Uh, every single week so it, it doesn't change we try not to focus too much on the log as a whole we have our own little um, uh, you know uh, markers that we try and strive to to get and goals to achieve um, and so we'll just keep focusing on those things and and like I say every game is vital for us every game at this point in time is very important uh, whether it be league and the cup competitions we're in, every game is of vital importance. That's how we see it. So, uh, yeah, it's a huge game for us tomorrow, and uh, and one that we have to uh, give all our give our all to try and get the get the result. 
Oh, Wayne Sanderlands, uh, a man who's done everything and uh, we can proudly call African champion as well. Uh, congratulations on a successful start to your African Champions League uh, title defence, but uh, best of luck as well as you continue, as I say, in the Champions League, the Nedbank Cup, and indeed in the APSA Premiership. Best of luck tomorrow as well. Thanks so much, Dwayne. I appreciate it. Uh, have a good night. Thanks. PSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. <laughs> Two and a half minutes to the top of the hour. Now, uh, one one thing I do want to talk about is the National Under-20 side. We congratulated Coach Tabo Sanong last week on his uh, successful campaign in qualifying as they managed to finish uh, in, well, as semi-finalists by, by virtue of being semi-finalists. They managed to qualify for the FIFA Under-20 World Cup in Korea. In fact, Tabo Sanong is on his way to Korea right now. But there's been a great story that's come out of it, and indeed so much attention has been drawn to Luther Singh. A few people knew about Luther Singh's abilities before this tournament, but South African football's uh, latest find, as he's now becoming known, he's been talking about not wanting to entertain comparisons to arguably South Africa's best football export, Benny McCarthy. But in reality, it fits him quite well, because in '97, Benny McCarthy finished as top goal scorer in the CAF Under-20 Championships in Morocco. And with the four goals and two assists uh, back then... 20 years later, in the African Cup of Nations, um, Luther Singh goes and top scores with four goals as well. And the Sporting Braga striker uh, is, is not accepting the comparison. But he, he has acknowledged, though, that he's heading in the right direction. Well, it's a big thing for me. I mean, I've got a top goal scorer in Kosafa. A few months later, I get top goal scorer in the FCON. So, for me, it's a big thing. I'm very, I'm very proud of myself. And, all, again, my teammates did a lot for me. So I thank them a lot for being there for me through the good days and bad days, and I'm very happy. And being mentioned in the same sentence with Benny? Well, Benny's a big, Benny's a big guy. You can't compare me with him. I've watched him, learned, I'm learning from him, but then again, it's big, big shoes to fill. But I'm not putting myself under pressure for anything. I'll take each step as it comes and take it from there. But you achieved the same thing at this level? Yeah. I can give myself credit for that. It's a big thing for me. I have achieved something I can stand. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. I was Luther Singh with uh, Pagamani Mashlambi. He has been called up to the Bafana Bafana squad as well for the friendlies coming up towards the end of the month. But that's all we've got time for. We encourage you to get in touch with us. Uh, SFM underscore radio on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And if you have any questions or comments about the show, please uh, email the executive producer, Kulchik, uh, sport at sfm.co.za. That's all we've got time for tonight. And Lady Muleo up after the news with a talk shop. And Brad Brown in tomorrow between 6.30 and 7 o'clock. But from producer Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocca, have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.